Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Welcome back to the second hour of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And we are excited to be here with you today. It's the day before Easter. It's a gorgeous spring day here in Arizona. And I know we have listeners from all over the country, whether you're listening live on the, the mobile app, or whether you find us later on our on-demand uh, recording on our website, gunfreedomradio.com. But we appreciate every single one of you. We know that your time is valuable, and uh, any time that you spend with us, we, we very much appreciate it. Well, our topic today is gun safety and training. And our first guest this hour is Miss Becky Yackley, who's been shooting competitively for 25 years. Her background ranges from high-power service rifle to collegiate air rifle and air pistol, summer biathlon, palma rifle, USPSA, and three gun. I'm tired just from saying all that, Becky. (laughs) Um, She is also part of the Yackley 5 team, which includes her husband and her three sons. I love that so much. And she is one of the ladies that we met on our recent DC project trip to our nation's capital. Hello, Miss Becky. Hello, Cheryl. Thank you so much for having me on. I am so excited to have you on and you are clear as a bell. You must be doing the Skype thing. I am doing Skype. Um, so I'm, I'm glad it's working well. It is. That's beautiful. So tell us a little bit uh, I mean, you're a bit of a celebrity, so there's probably a lot of my listeners who are like all about Becky Yackley and the Yackley Five. But um, those of us that are new to to what you do, tell us how you got into shooting and a little bit about yourself. Okay, well, I got into shooting because of my family. My dad, uh, gunsmiths for Krieger Barrels. So growing up, that was uh, Uncle John and Aunt Sandy to my, my siblings and myself. You know, we went to church with them, went to school with them. So guns and shooting were kind of part of my life from a very, very young age. And I started shooting high power when I was in high school and small bore and air rifle and all that. And um, air rifle and small bore were part of why I had scholarship for shooting for college uh, to Marquette University. And that's where I met my husband. Um, And we shot all through college. And then when the kids were a little bit older, we started into USPSA and 3-Gun. That's awesome. And now all three of your sons are old enough that they participate in some way. Is that right? They do. Yes. They, they all shoot USPSA, three gun. My eldest, Tim, was on the junior U.S. team for IPSC shotgun world shoot, IPSC. I say IPSC. People sometimes are like, what are you talking about? <laughs> What's IPSC, right? Yeah. Um, and how old are your other two sons? Um, so Sean is 16 and Andrew is 11. So, and the, how long have they been shooting? They started in competitions in 2012, and then Andrew, you know, being the youngest, um, the last couple years we really worked with him in terms of probably nine was when he'd start competing, 
And that was pistol at first. And then we just kind of slowly brought him into three gun when we had a match that we felt he could participate in. Sometimes, and he still does, he would shoot with the ROs so that it's maybe a little less hectic of a pace for him and we could be there to help him. So it's been pretty fun for them, I think. Well, Becky, uh, what what's cheaper, video games or ammo? <laughs> um, you know, <laughs> that's a toss up. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, it's not a. It's, it would be easier to park them in front of a TV and say, "Have fun," but I'm not going to do that. I no, absolutely love that, and I mean, gun safety and training has got to be, you know, just the core of your household with all of your family handling firearms at at different stages of of just even um develop age development what's that yes yes i'm every day and yes it has you know it's been it's been something of um i i get nervous sometimes because some people are really quiet on the subject they don't talk about how they store their guns or what they do with them. And just last week I was working on an article for Guns America and I'm going to do a series about kids and guns. And it was something I was hit with the moment they said, do you want to do this? I'm like, yes, I do. But do I say, I just like, my 2011's on the kitchen counter. My son's putting away the dishes and I'm telling him, don't drip on it. But it's true. And, and they have respect for it because they've grown up around it. There's no ammo near any of it because we all dry fire a lot. Mm-hmm. So we don't have ammo in any of those areas. You know, ammo is really, it's very strictly like in the bins over there. You don't have it near your gun or whatever you're doing, dry firing. It's So it's it's good because it's, it's really ingrained in them, the competitions, have ingrained all these rules for safety mm-hmm. that I'll tell people, if nothing else, if my kids, if all they took away from the years with shooting was that they're safe with a gun and that they check every time they handle a firearm that it's clear, I'd be happy. Exactly. And, uh, you know, I think the people that are on the, the, the anti side of things, they might look at the more you let kids be around guns, the more that they're going to be drawn to them for some negative reason. And to me, that doesn't make logical sense. But I think it's important to keep that in mind and to, re- and to remind people that familiarity doesn't breed contempt. Familiarity breeds respect which really takes me to the next point uh, with you, and that, that is that in writing your article, you really kind of landed on that word respect in so many different ways, and I want you to elaborate on that for us. Okay, yes, I do want to, because, you know, it really struck me last week, I was working on this article about kids and guns that's on Guns America, and one of the pieces that I was pulling from was Robin Sandoval with A Girl and a Gun, and she had written, Robin's background is not pro-gun, and it's not from, like myself, where I grew up around it. So when she had kids, she was faced with this, how do I take care of and protect my kids? And it wasn't until she was an adult with children that she bought a gun, and she started seeing everything from the other side. And so when I was writing, I asked her, I said, is there anything you would have said in addition because her, her article went pretty viral. It had a lot of views and a lot of shares and it was all over the place. So it was great for her. But I said, was there anything you would have done different or added? And what she said is she would have added something about respect. That people who are on the opposite side don't want to hear you calling them a libtard <laughs> or something derogatory. <laughs> yeah. They want respect. Not a and fan of And you're never going to engage. What? What Sorry. Libtard. That's a, yes. an inflammatory way to talk about people who are liberally 
liberal Democrats. I thought I knew all those words. And I, that's a new one for me. Thank you. I'll use that. No, you will not I'm use sorry. that. I'm sorry. I don't want people to use that. I know. But but I think she was she was just hit, hitting on what she faced being from the other side and the perspective and the perception that she had. So I think her point, it, you know, it, it hit it hit me last week because as I was writing this, literally as I'm working on the article, I was witness to someone in the firearms community referring to a person who had some obvious not pro-gun sentiments that they expressed, and they didn't they didn't take a chance to engage them to change their mind. They just said something that was kind of disdainful and contemptful, and and I thought, wow, you missed the point. You missed everything you could be doing right here. You can make some good happen. And you just walk right past it. I get so excited when I hear people talk like that, Becky, because that is exactly what we hope to do with this radio show, is to engage people on both sides into a conversation. And of course, you know, we are coming at it from a pro-gun stance, but we don't ever want to present it in such a way that it isn't respectful and isn't open to, well, what, what are you thinking? You know, what about what I just said doesn't sit right with you? And it sounds like you are exactly of that mindset. Yes. And because I, I think you can't have an argument with someone and have them see your point um, and win an argument. You know, you can have an argument that's, I want to say contentious, you know, if, if you just want to make your point and you don't care what that person thinks about you, then fine. You can treat them however you want. Mm-hmm. But if you want to win an argument, a discussion and have them come around and see, see your point and see the, the things that you're seeing and why you believe so strongly in your Second Amendment rights. You can't have that happen if you belittle them. That's exactly right. And kind of takes us to the D.C. project, which is where you and I met in our nation's capital about a month ago, where we yep. were talking to our, our different representatives. And I live in Arizona, so I was kind of preaching to the choir when I went in and talked to our senator and our congressman. But that wasn't the case for all of the ladies that were with us. And I wanted you to tell us, you know, what was your experience like with that? Well, so we, last month when we met was the second time I'd been out. And I saw someone from the office of one of my representatives who was on the, I wouldn't call them, I would definitely call them the, the anti side of things. But they were very, they were very respectful. And they took the time to listen to what I had to say. And they said, keep us in the loop on what you guys are doing. And so I had a great experience with them. Um, and I believe Amanda... And Janelle had a good experience with the gal they met with there as well, that as long as they came in and they were, like we said, respectful and showing, here's who I am, here's what this is about, here's why it's important to me, and that we're trying to start that conversation and engage them and show them, this is why we believe what we believe and we want you to know that and support it. Um, It it was a very positive experience for me. It was for me as well. And I love... I mean, I'm all about legacy, so I took my 26-year-old daughter and even our, our 19-month-old granddaughter, um, but I love that you're a mom and you're influencing three young men who are soon to be out in the world and interacting. They're probably interacting with people right now, and for them to have that open mindset, I think is just brilliant. Um, so real quickly, before we have to run away and say goodbye, tell people, how do they follow you? How do they find out more about the Yakley Five? All the things that okay. you do. 
Well, I'm going to touch real quick back to DC Project mm-hmm. because I think that we have our rally in front of the Capitol on Friday, July 8th. Mm-hmm. And if people want to find out about that, they can go to dcproject.info. And we need ladies from the Dakotas, New Mexico, Nebraska. And if you want to find out about me, um, on Facebook, we have Yakley 5, our Facebook page. My Facebook page is just Becky Yakley. And then I'm working on 2A Heritage, which is a junior camp, to bring more juniors into 3Gun and the sport. Well, I love it. I love that you're touching so many lives of all different ages and giving of yourself in that way. And I look forward to seeing you again in D.C. in July. Yes, definitely. We'll we'll see you there. And I'm excited about that. Absolutely. Well, thank you again for being here with us today. And we'll, we'll touch back with you every once in a while and see what is going on with your Yakley 5. All right. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Bye now. Take care, Cheryl. You too. All right. Well, stick around because our next guest is Miss Jen Barber. She's the chapter leader of the Southwest Valley, Arizona shooting chapter of The Well-Armed Woman. the smartest audience in talk radio turns 960 The Patriot on every day. Good things happen. Listeners are informed and entertained. Not only that, the economy is stimulated by the advertisers who use this radio station to reach our great listeners. If you run a business, please consider advertising it to people who share your same values and principles. The Patriot Listener. Visit 960thepatriot.com or call Heath Garluzzo at 602-955-9600 today. For straight shooting, look to the biggest little gun shop in the West, azfirearms.com, where they have everything you need to be a safe and responsible gun owner. Huge selection and a friendly and knowledgeable staff. They're my nationwide hometown gun shop, and you should make it yours, too. And when you go, tell them old Don Collier sent you. Come in for AZ Firearms' huge gun buying event taking place now until the end of the month. From single items to entire collections, AZ Firearms pays you the highest values for your guns. Long guns, handguns, military, western, even your old brass and ammo. We buy it all. Find us online at azfirearms.com. That's azfirearms.com. Or visit us off I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 Western Avenue in historic Avondale. Don't miss the AZ Firearms huge gun buying event now through the end of the month. Check us out online at azfirearms.com or stop on by AZ Firearms, the largest small gun shop in Arizona. Hello, I'm Tom Brown for Benefit Air. Mike, I'm reading about Benefit Air clients on Yelp. Impressive. Thanks, Tom. We're really grateful when people recognize our emphasis on integrity, quality, and competent service. You know we're talking about the most expensive appliance in your home. Right. Let me read a comment here. Scotty in Scottsdale gives his full story, then says, quote, In short, these guys passed on work to save me money and to ensure the service was performed at a time when it would be best. I doubt many other companies would do that, unquote. Mike, it really makes me wonder just what you can do for someone right now that needs heating or AC service. Tom, when you call Benefit Air, we're always upfront about what to expect on both pricing and options. To find out how Benefit Air can help you with your own cooling and heating needs, call 602-840-9229. That's 602-840-9229, or find us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air. When you're working hard to beat debt, 
you got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of hundreds just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, household items, to cars, boats, guns, and more at potofgoldestate.com. Or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more, visit potofgoldestate.com. potofgoldestate.com. Every 20 seconds, another kid drops out of school. If we do nothing, 3.5 million kids won't receive a diploma over the next four years. United Way knows that kids who have a caring adult in their life are more likely to make it. And the difference between a dropout and a graduate could be you. Take the pledge to volunteer now at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. Thank you for being with us today. You are with Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, your nationwide hometown gun shop. And we are talking today about gun safety and training. And our next guest is Jen Barber, who is the chapter leader of the Southwest Valley AZ shooting chapter of the Well-Armed Woman She's a certified instructor for Refuse to Be a Victim and a certified range safety officer. She volunteers also to bring the Eddie Eagle Gun Safe Program to children in Arizona. Welcome to the show, Miss Jen. Thank you so much. What a pleasure to be here. And an honor. Thank you. Oh, we're excited. And you also brought Emma with you, your daughter. <laughs> yes. She's my uh, she's my wingman. I love it. I love it. It's awesome. I, I see you guys on Facebook all the time. I can tell you're a very close family. Yes, thank you. And and that safety is a a big concern for you and so and your family. And you don't just keep it within your house, right? Right. No. In fact, um, you know, it was actually about two years ago when this whole journey started for me. And uh, my husband and I, we would routinely talk about. ISIS is coming, uh, what do we do about this? And increasingly we felt that the government wasn't going to be in charge of taking care of us, that we needed to take action on our own as adults. And finally one night my husband said, call Mike. Call Mike. <laughs> call Mike. And who is and, our uh, Mike? Yes, Mike. So Mike is Mike Abramovich. And I knew uh, Mike was a leader in our community, and I knew that he had something to do with guns and training and that kind of thing, but I wasn't exactly sure the extent of what Mike did. Well, Mike is the owner of Certified Instruction and Training, and as soon as I contacted him, he set up a basic pistol course for me and four other people. And what an incredible day that was. Actually, he had also brought uh, instructors in, so we each had one-on-one training during the day. And within a course of five hours, I went from being so incredibly nervous, knowing that I was around a loaded gun, from feeling educated and feeling empowered about knowing the rules of safety. A gun isn't just going to go off on its own, that kind of a thing. And 
that was a huge change for me in my life. Well, I love that story because really when you look at the statistics of the average new gun owner, it's exactly you. Mm-hmm. It's it's women, it's moms, it's people that are concerned about, you know, they used to call us alarmists and extremists when we said ISIS is coming, right? Right. But it's happened. It happened in San Bernardino. Right. And, and exactly. And San Bernardino was the day that changed everything. When I was taking courses with Mike, I would find that I'd be one of just a couple of women in every class. San Bernardino happened and everything changed. And as you know, you are our guest of honor. Um, That was the day that really encouraged me to think about how do I get other women to go on this journey with me and, and who would even do that? I mean, what kind of a response would we have? And I got together with a friend of mine, Kimberly Onstott, and we had talked and we thought, you know, let's bring a well-armed women chapter to the West Valley. So we thought maybe we'll get 20 women there. This could be, you know, this, wow, this is going to be big. We're going to have 20 women. And then we had 40 RSVPs and we started to panic. And, and, <laughs> it's and, a good uh, problem yeah. to have, but it's still like, oh, my goodness. I know. Where are we going to put everybody? <laughs> and, uh, and then Mike, who was kind of encouraging it, but telling me, to, you know, don't go too far too fast. He started to panic. <laughs> we had 75 women show up at our first meeting. And you were so there. Exciting. I mean, it was, wasn't that just a wonderful? It was it so. It was great. It was just unbelievable. It really was. And I just want to paint the picture of what these 75 women were. They were just a slice of normal America, mm-hmm. right? There was nobody there that was any kind of alarmist, extremist. There, were, Everybody was just there hungry for information, uh, excited to be uh, connected with other people who had similar thoughts and concerns and just want to learn, you know? And and it's not a Republican issue. It's not a no. conservative issue. Thank you. We have women from every spectrum yes. who are involved. This is a self protection issue. Yes. It really is. And women of all ages, all backgrounds. And we actually, we now have 50 paid members in our chapter. We had a cap registration. We feel 50 is a good, safe number on the range. And we have a waiting list. Wow. And uh, I can't even tell you, I I heard at one point the well-armed women, they were getting about 300 women around the country signing up every month. Mm -hmm. Now they have over 834 women joining every single month. So this isn't just happening in the Southwest Valley. This is all over the country. It really is. And I love it that they have a place to go because we we have AZ firearms. We sell the guns, but we don't have a range for people to practice on. And we don't uh, have in-house teachers. So it's amazing for us to be able to say, here, go see Jen. Oh, thank right you. Yes. here go see Mike Abramovich right you know here go see Carrie Lightfoot of the well-armed woman mm-hmm. or Ashley Cirrus or mm-hmm. um, Marty, Marty Stone Cipher yes. and all of these serious-minded educated certified firearms instructors who are just going to educate and encourage and teach well you know when I first met Ashley and Marty of the well-armed woman it was actually in the refuse to be a victim instructor course and I remember sitting there I just had to work up the courage and go say so I mean to me they were these big stars right I mean, <laughs> what kind of women shoot guns I know? know and I went over and I, I was shaking and I tried to play it off really really cool and uh, lo and behold a year later they helped me start up a chapter in this area and I can't thank them enough for what they've done I mean I don't even know that they know how many women 
they've helped all over the country as well. Well, and the lives that they've touched and the lives that they've saved that they'll never even know because just the mere presence of, of a responsibly armed person I think saves hundreds and thousands of lives every day and we never know because it prevented something from happening. Exactly. So um, we've got so much more to talk to you about. We're going to have to go to break in a second. But one of the things, I mean, of course, today is gun safety and training. We want to talk about, you know, how do you do the training? And then what areas of safety do you get into? Um, I think you can touch on that a little bit before we have to break. But And also, what makes you so passionate about motivating other women? Well, Dan, you know... Guns are just for boys, right? Hey, now. Well, I learned that. <laughs> not no, 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 no. If they ever were, they're not anymore. <laughs> well, no. actually, you know, when I started this journey, I really felt out of place and something needed to be done. And now seeing that all of these women are, are, are coming about and it's the education. So we meet at Joe Foss, the shooting complex in Buckeye. Uh, now a couple of times a month, these women just can't get enough information. And I love it. And we go out there. We learn in a classroom, and then we go out to the range, and we put into place what we've learned. We do not mess around with safety. Safety isn't just on the range. Safety is finger off the trigger. Safety is gun unloaded until you're ready to use it. Safety is muzzle down range. But we also take that information and have them go home. And, and I would like to talk to you about uh, children as well and what that means for children. That is a great launching place for when we come back from break because – it, you know, it, not only is it important if you have guns in the home, but those of us that don't have guns in the home. Even more so. Even more so. And this is the certified instructor telling us that. <laughs> so stick around because we have so much more to talk about with Miss Jen Barber. She has gone through certification to be an instructor with Refuse to Be a Victim. She's a range safety officer. She works with Eddie Eagle Gun Safe, speaking of children and gun safety. And she's also started the new chapter of The Well-Armed Woman in the West Valley of Arizona. So stick around. More with Jen. Hi, folks. I'm Don Carter. If you're looking for the biggest little gun shop in the West, look to azfirearms.com. They have 1,100 guns in stock and a knowledgeable staff to help you find just the right firearm for you. azfirearms.com is my nationwide hometown gun shop, and you should make it yours, too. Come in for AZ Firearms' huge gun buying event taking place now until the end of the month. From single items to entire collections, AZ Firearms pays you the highest values for your guns. Long guns, handguns, military, western, even your old brass and ammo. We buy it all. Find us online at azfirearms.com. That's azfirearms.com. Or visit us off I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 Western Avenue in historic Avondale. Don't miss the AZ Firearms' huge gun buying event now through the end of the month. Check us out online at azfirearms.com or stop on by AZ Firearms, the largest small gun shop in Arizona. It's the Car Pro Show with Jerry Reynolds and Kevin McCarthy. If you want to talk to the Car Pro, it's 1-800-CAR-7777. How cool is that? It wasn't the first week. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't that long ago. Kevin gives out the wrong phone number and it's some porno <laughs> line. 
<laughs> that costs money. Satisfaction guaranteed at carproshow.com. Every Saturday night from 10 p.m. to midnight, right here on 960 The Patriot. Is your driveway, pool, deck, patio, or sidewalk old and cracked? Save money and don't tear it out. Cover it with Enviro Rubber Paving. Poured in place and proven over 15 years to provide a cooler, strong, durable, and safe surface for parking, walking, playing, and even running. Enviro Rubber Paving can solve your broken concrete and asphalt problems in just one day. Call 1-800-919-5945 or visit EnviroPaving.com. That's 1-800-919-5945 or click EnviroPaving.com. Franchise is now available in the Phoenix area. Hey everybody, this is Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan, world champion gunslinger and Hollywood gun coach. In the Westerns, there's always a good guy and a bad guy and sometimes the ugly guy. And I always root for the good guy, which is why I'm here to tell you about the good folks over at azfirearms.com. They are straight shooters and always give you the best deal in town. azfirearms.com is the biggest little gun shop in Arizona and have something for every single gun enthusiast. Long guns, pistols, hunting military, law enforcement, home protection, you name it. And when you've got some guns to sell or trade in and trade up, azfirearms.com are the folks to see. Geez, they bought a cannon once. They are family-owned and operated, friendly staff, courteous, totally reliable. azfirearms.com will give you the best value for your used guns. So stop in, see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd at azfirearms.com in Old Town, Avondale, off the I-10 and Dysart Road, and tell them Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan sent you. This is Albert Mower for townhall.com. This Sunday is Easter, a great celebration day for Christians. The church bears a mandate to proclaim the truth that God raised Jesus Christ from the dead. The resurrected Lord gave the church a sacred commission to take the gospel, the message of Christ's victory over sin and death throughout the world. So, as the church gathers to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ, Christians look back in thankfulness to that empty tomb and forward to the fulfillment of Christ's purposes in us. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is the promise of our resurrection from the dead and of Christ's total victory over sin and death. The resurrection of Jesus Christ is at the very center of the Christian gospel. The empty tomb is full of power. Happy Easter to all. May the joy of the resurrection be yours. I'm Albert Mullen. For daily commentary, news, interviews, and the Town Hall Review weekend program, go to townhallreview.com. That's townhallreview.com. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, educate, and inform. Sponsored by AZ Firearms, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. We're with Jen Barber, and we're talking about gun safety and training, but I had to interrupt because she said (laughs) something about guys and guns and women, and here's my theory, okay? This is just my theory. I'm waiting. The more the women gets involved in guns, the more guns I can have. Uh. Right? And that's what it's all about. The more guns for me. And so instead of, why did you buy a gun today? She'll say, when are you going to get another gun? Well, as a matter of fact, Jen was telling us during the break that you led the way in your household. Well, this is really funny because you would think it'd be the man trying to push the wife into learning. (laughs) As it turned out, so Mike got me so you know, inspired by all of this. I'm like, well, you know, I kind of need a gun. And then before I know it, he was in classes starting to learn about this too. He's like, well, I can't just let my wife be the one that knows how to do this. So now we do it together. And we always joke, you know, date day used to be going to the yogurt shop. Mm-hmm. Now it's going to AZ Firearms, spending a couple hours <laughs> looking around. <laughs> I don't hate that. I'm going to okay, say, good, good. I, I kind of love that, that, that 
date night is at AZ Firearms. But, I, I encourage that. Maybe yeah. we should have candles and stuff. Oh, <laughs> that's an idea. That would be great. Have some music. Very white. Yeah. Well, we won't go there. But, you know, getting back to that topic, I mean, what a great way to spend a day with my husband. Yeah. Right? Go out to the – it was actually Father's Day. We got up, and I'm like, well, I don't have any gifts for you, but we can go out to Joe Foss. <laughs> and we just had the best time, just spending time together. And uh, that is just one more benefit. That's fantastic. So. And we mentioned that your daughter Emma's in the studio with us today. How, how much is she involved in, in this whole shooting sport? Well, anybody who knows me knows that Emma gets to do everything with me. Right? So whether I it was uh, exactly whether it was city council or the nonprofits that I've been with over the years, and I feel that you know I I am never going to push her to shoot. I want there to be a day where she comes to me and says, "Mom, I'm ready to go do this." However, because we do have guns in her home, and because this is one of my new hobbies. Um, she can probably agree. I pr- we probably talk about gun safety more than uh, anybody else. And I don't really feel that the issue of gun safety in children should just be for people who own guns. Mm-hmm. And I want to remind you, do you remember about a month ago there was a hidden camera story out of Iowa where they took children, put them in a room, left guns unattended in there? Mm-hmm. Remember the outcome? I do. There were two children who did not touch and play with those guns. And who were the kids? The people whose family owned guns. I love that story. Exactly. It's exactly what happened. Exactly. Happens. And I knew what they were trying to do. I used to be in the media. I was in the media for 20 years. And that story was supposed to be, ooh, shock, horrible, right? Well, guess what? All the other kids in that room are not getting the gun safety education that they need. And so I really, um, you know, Cheryl, I need to thank you and Dan. Uh, you were the first people that allowed Mike Abramovich and Kim and I to bring Eddie Eagle to the West Valley. That was phenomenal. We've got to do it again. Tell people what Eddie Eagle is. Okay. So Eddie Eagle is, um, it's actually a program of the NRA. And what we do is we not just go in and teach kids about gun safety, but we make the parents be a part of the education as well so they can repeat the message at home. And Emma, you can testify. I talk to you all the time about brushing your teeth, (laughs) right? So what is (laughs) the message? What's the message? (laughs) So the message is... Stop. Stop. Don't, Don't touch. touch. Run, Run away. away. Tell, tell a grown, grown up. up. <laughs> right? Right? And that's what it is. Stop. Don't touch. Run away. Tell a grown-up. So and you we will get that in, song in your oh, head yes. and it'll be there forever, which is exactly. good. Exactly. And that's the point. And that's what we want to do. So we teach the kids the message. We talk to the parents about the message. And then we encourage the parents to go home and repeat this message over and over. You can't Tell your kid to brush their teeth enough. You can't talk to them about gun safety enough. Even if you it. don't like guns, you've got to take the, your kids have got to go through that class because exactly. they're going to know somebody that has guns. And you know, Cheryl and we were talking. You know, you're not going to find a gun in a home as much as you're going to find it sitting in a park, left alone in a bathroom stall, left alone somewhere else. So just me talking to my daughter about gun safety. That's not enough. Mm-hmm. I, every child should have this education. I agree. I mean, we teach our children how to swim, right? And, and this mindset that somehow teaching <sighs> kids about guns is bad is like thinking, I'm going to teach my child how to swim, and it's going to make them go drown. No, wait a minute. <laughs> you know? Or what about exactly. the knives in your drawer? Do you, you teach the kids not to handle the knives in your drawer? No, you, you teach them right. so they're empowered. Exactly. Okay, we've got about a minute left. Please tell people, how do they get involved in all the different things that you you do? The Refuse to Be a Victim, the Eddie Eagle, the Well-Armed Woman. 
Okay, first of all, the Well-Armed Women. This is the most incredible group I've ever been affiliated with. Uh, if you go to the wellarmedwoman.com and you go to the shooting chapters page, you go to Arizona, and then you'll see the Southwest Valley chapter on there, or even just contact the Well-Armed Women. You can put them in touch with us, but there are chapters all over the country, so it's not just here in Arizona. Refuse to be a victim, Arizona. Go to our Facebook page, and you'll, you'll see a little bit about that and Eddie Eagle, or you can go to my website, westvalleyfamilies.com. You're a busy lady. My goodness. <laughs> oh, there's so much to do. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you, Emma, for joining us no as problem. well. All right. Well, thank you again and have a blessed Easter. You too. Thank you for everything you do and all of your support. Absolutely. Our pleasure. Our honor. Mike Gallagher does the math after many Super Tuesday. Ted Cruz needs to win about 75% of the remaining votes in order to get the 1,237. Trump needs to get anywhere between 50 and 60% of the remaining votes, somewhere in that ballpark. It's mathematics. It's just math. And anything could happen. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekday mornings at 6, right before Dennis Prager at 9, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. Hey ladies, Cheryl Todd here from azfirearms.com. Many of us ladies are taking the important step of becoming responsibly armed, but it can be an intimidating process. And with all the politics swirling, a first-time gun buyer, whether a guy or a lady, might feel uncertain about where to begin and who to trust. At azfirearms.com, we are a small, friendly, family-owned shop that specializes in first-time gun buyers. We are staffed with knowledgeable people who are ready to help answer all of your questions. My husband, Dan and I pride ourselves on having a safe, no-pressure environment. Once you have decided on a purchase, azfirearms.com partners with professional firearms instructors who will train you to become a responsible, safe, prepared, and proficient gun owner. So ladies and gents, when you are looking for personalized service and a huge selection, come to azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road or visit us on the web at azfirearms.com. Are you closing in on retirement, but just don't have the confidence that your current plan will provide enough income for you to truly enjoy your golden years? Or worse, are you afraid you'll outlive your money? Remove that stress from your life. Join Tim Van Houten for Let's Talk Money, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m., right here on 960 The Patriot. But if you don't want to wait for the show, call Tim right now, 888-767-2122. That's 888-767-2122. 888-767-2122. When you're working hard to beat debt, you got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of hundreds just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, household items, to cars, boats, guns, and more at potofgoldestate.com. Or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more, visit potofgoldestate.com. potofgoldestate.com. There's always a moment of truth where I say, look, it's either put up or shut up. And it was time to put up. 
I had crossed that thin line. It was 100 plus degrees. We were hot, we were on fire. We were yelling our hearts out. You could feel the intensity rising. Even in our tiredness, even in our weakness, even in our pain, we continued to push. I told myself, you can suck up the pain for another mile and a half, and you will be a Marine. Not many people believe that I could do it. I don't know where I got the energy from. I don't know where the pain went to. But all I know is that I had what it took. I am a United States Marine. DFC Darrell Willis serves his country as a Marine. Will you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, educate, and inform. It's sponsored by AZ Firearms, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. You know, we got to talk about our other shop, too. We have Pot of Gold Auctions. And we've got some great stuff. We've got guns, coins, jewelry, antiques, and collectibles. And on the 5th of April, Tuesday night, we have, oh, there must be about 50 guns in that, plus coins and jewelry. And then our 19th auction, we're going to have all the guns that have their little minor scratches from the break-in that we had, attempted break-in that we had. A little scratch and dent sale, Scratch and dent. I mean, some of them are (laughs) hairline scratches. They're going to be sold, whatever they sell for, no reserve. And there's some nice guns that have the boxes and everything. And there's some quite rare guns in that, too. So be sure and check that out at potofgoldestate.com, and you can see all the details. Very well done, sir. Yeah. <laughs> this is my first day. <laughs> no, it's not your first day. All right. Well, I think we've had an awesome show today talking about gun safety, training, people coming at it from different angles. I loved what uh, Becky Yackley was saying about uh, keeping the lines of communication open. Because if we just think, well, we we know what's right and everybody else is stupid, then how are we pos- ever possibly going to uh, po- you know, change somebody else's mind about things? Right. And, and we had Jen on just recently, just now. Mm-hmm. And she was talking about how they have all different types of people that come and join their organization. Mm-hmm. And we have to say the word, there's Democrats, there's independents, there's Republicans, they all come. There are Democrats that like to shoot. There are Democrats that don't understand that the main politicians are trying to take their guns completely away. Mm -hmm. In fact, if you have discussions with them, they'll tell you that's not true. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? Do you fight with them and argue with them and close this book? Or do you have conversations with them? And 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 welcome them in. Welcome them in. You're right. Absolutely. If If you don't like guns... Come and talk to me. I mean, we'll talk, we won't argue, and we'll have a good, healthy conversation because that is the key to this. And we we can never cr- uh, close the bridge. It needs to be open for everybody to come. I agree. I want to touch on some business here really quick because I don't want the time to run out and, and I forget to do this. Uh, I, I talked a little bit about it at the top of the first hour, a sporting clay event that benefits an awesome organization that we love. It's called Soldier's Best Friend. You can look them up at soldiersbestfriend.org. And they say they touch two lives at once. I think they save two lives at once because what they'll do is they'll go to the, the animal shelters and they'll rescue dogs that might otherwise be put down. And then they train those dogs to be companion animals. And they uh, hook them up. Uh, pair them up 
with veterans who've come back from the war. They might have PTSD. They might have traumatic brain injury, TBI. And these are service and therapeutic companion dogs. And they are, it's the most amazing program, I think. And so each dog, each animal to go through their training and everything they do, it costs close to $3,000 a piece to, to pair and train each group of a veteran and dog team. So they're doing a fundraiser. It's a fun fundraiser. It's a sporting clay event from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. next Saturday, April 2nd. And all skill levels are welcome. All the equipment is going to be available for you. You don't even have to show up with your own shotgun. There's competitive and non-competitive levels offered. And it's just going to be an awful lot of fun. And it's their annual fundraiser. Please check them out at soldiersbestfriend.org or call 623-218-6486. You know, I think we had the privilege of meeting some of those uh, veterans with their dogs not too long ago at a photo shoot. A photo display mm-hmm. and uh, you know talking to some of the vets you would think that there's nothing wrong everything is good but then when you talk to them deeply about it you see, you see they're the, hurting yeah. inside they're having pains and the dogs have really helped them so thank you guys for doing that absolutely all right well here is one of my favorite times of the show it is our responsibly armed citizen report fights a never-ending battle for truth justice and the American way. All right, I'm going to set the scene for you. It's the wee hours of the morning on a Saturday, just before the sun makes its way over the horizon. You hear breaking glass and you see an intruder crawling into your bedroom window. You do what you were supposed to do. You call 911. You do what all of the anti-gun moms and every town groups tell you you're supposed to do. You call the police. But before the police can get to your home, the intruder finds your hiding place and he takes your life. He murders you in your own home. Well, this is the story of Virginia Paulette Seeger, a 63-year-old lady who lives alone, lived alone, unfortunately, on a country lane in Arkansas. But the story doesn't end there. This murderer steals Virginia's car and heads on up the road to the neighbor's house. Well, now it's dawn and the warmth of the sun's light is spreading across the sky just as the murderer begins pounding on the door of this next home and attempts to break into that home. Well, this homeowner has a firearm and this homeowner is not a victim of a home invasion and this homeowner does not end up dead like poor Virginia. Meanwhile, investigators say two separate home invasions turned deadly this weekend. The first led to the death of a woman inside her house. A short time later, it was the alleged home invader who was shot and killed inside a second house. And authorities in southwest Arkansas now say it appears the two cases are likely connected. I was right in the corner of my door when I shot and he fell into me. Fred Ames says he was asleep inside of his mother's home when he was awakened by someone beating on a door. Ames says he went outside to get his gun when he spotted an intruder. There ain't there. There was no time to think. There was somebody trying to get in the house, run out, grab the gun. Just as soon as I grabbed the gun, turn around, he's running right at me. He was within 10 feet. Ames says that's when he shot the intruder. Miller County deputies are now calling it an attempted home invasion. Any regrets for you on your part? No. 
my mom and eight-year-old daughter was in that house. But just hours before this incident happened, a Lafayette County woman was not so fortunate. It's a, it's a homicide, um, which is still under investigation. Lafayette County Sheriff Obie Sims tells us that just before 5 a.m., his office received a 911 call to this residence on County Road 314. When deputies arrived, they found 63-year-old Virginia Seeger dead inside. Investigators are not saying the cause of her death, only that someone apparently broke into her home through a side window. Sheriff Sims says the homeowner's vehicle was stolen but was found in Miller County near the home where the home invasion suspect was then shot and killed. Is this related to the, believe it be related to the situation in Miller County? We're not positive. We're, we're, you know, we're working on that. We're not positive right now at this time, but, uh, you know, uh, there are some things that might lead us to believe that it might be tied together. Investigators say it was Seeger who made the call for help. Both bodies are being sent to Little Rock, Arkansas for autopsies. Police say they are still trying to identify the home invasion suspect. Our prayers are out for Virginia's family. Unbelievable. I mean, a politician that doesn't like that you have a gun in your home, you tell him the story, what could he possibly say to justify that this woman who just died for no reason at all because of this man? Well, they don't say the, the age of the intruder, but you get the sense that it's a young male. Right. She's a 63 year old woman. What is the going to be the balancing beam between those two to, to balance out the, the power? If he's so audacious to climb through a window, I mean, he there's no way he was there for any other reason other than for ill purposes. Right. And he went from one house to another house that quick and alleged because he had her stolen car. So what did he do? Oh, somebody killed this lady, so now I'll go steal her car, and then I'll go break into a house down the street. Well, this is one of those situations that we were talking about earlier in the show where we really do have to be our own first responders, and so we can choose to be responsibly armed and give ourselves, you know, that measure of protection, or like poor Virginia, choose to not be responsibly armed, not be armed, and... No, this is what happened. She did call 911. They she, just so, didn't have time to respond. And if she had time to call 911, then she probably had time to to get her gun if she had one yes. and pre prepare herself. Yes. I it just is this is senseless. This is there's no reason for this to happen. I agree. Well, it, it just makes me so angry. Now I'm the rest of my day I'm going to be angry. But you know the other thing, the man that shot him and killed him, he is going to have to live with this for the rest of his life. Now, he knows he did the right thing because now his daughter and his mother, his, da his daughter and his mother are, are safe, but it's still going to bother him for the rest of his life. You know, it's, it's going to affect him. It is. It's going to affect their whole family. It's going to affect Virginia's family. Right. You know, one person can do this kind of uh, damage in, in people's lives. And what, what happened 911? They couldn't make it? They couldn't get there in time? Well, it sounds like a remote area. You know, maybe it just took so much time to get out there. Perhaps they didn't have very many officers on if it's a small county. The point is that 911 call is still going to take a minute. Mm -hmm. It doesn't take a minute to break through a house and do damage. Mm -hmm. We all know that. It takes seconds. And unless you have a police officer in your bedroom while you're sleeping to protect you, 
you should be prepared. Well, I agree. I, I couldn't, couldn't not agree with but that. <laughs> I, I, we, we do have to put that in there that we, we do love law enforcement. We, they just can't be everywhere all the time. Well, maybe that's your tip of the week. My tip of the week is to be prepared, like a little Boy Scout or a Girl Scout, be prepared. And we all wish and hope that nothing like this will happen, but you need to be prepared for it. And if you've got a a person, that uh, elderly person living in a house by themselves, then introduce them to training and a firearm. And I say training first, Mm -hmm. because you don't just give somebody a gun. You train them first. You don't give a five-year-old a knife out of your kitchen drawer. You talk about that knife. You talk about what it can do and show them what it can do. And then you introduce them to the knife. So it's the same thing with the, even if the parent may have had guns 20 years ago and now they don't have guns, they need to be trained. I agree. And again, the theme of our show today has been gun safety and training. We had three guests who are instructors. They're safety instructors. And then our, our fourth guest was uh, Steve Montenegro, who is one of our, our elected officials. So he's out there trying to be sure that the, the public has the ability to arm themselves. We, we keep our rights, our legal rights to arm ourselves. Sure. Our theme of today was safety and training. But I think the people realize now that every show we have, is about training and safety and education. I hope that's I hope why that's we're here. The overriding theme. That is why we're here, right? Absolutely. And legacy. You know, we end every show with a Ronald Reagan speech that um, to me it just resonates for all of time that our freedoms are one generation away from extinction. And if we don't talk about them, if we don't teach the next generation, then they're not going to know what they're even missing. They're not going to know what they even should, might have valued until it's too late. But that being said, it is the end of another show. Tomorrow is Easter. We hope everyone has an amazing and blessed Easter and some wonderful family time. Go out on the range, you know, talk about safety, just enjoy each other. Now, can we have a three-hour show? Stop. I want to thank our tech crew. They make the magic happen. Thank you so much to our listeners and our guests for taking the time to be with us. Until next time, pray for our nation, pray for our leaders, even the ones you don't like, and be good to each other. Have a great week, and God bless. And we leave you with these thoughts from President Reagan. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free.